0: And so that's what I would notice next time and literally just probably like sit down and allow myself to connect with them.
1: I believe every person deserves kindness in their lives. I believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out, to change the world beginning with you and me. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves could be our superpower, how kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern, rather than motivated by fear and anxiety. It's about how we make that change, how does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most. You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you, and each week we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives. My name is Pete Sibley, and I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, everybody. Pete Sibley here. Thanks so much for tuning in to another Self-Kindness with Pete. And today, my guest is the incredible, the beautiful, the talented, the amazing mom... Uh, my wife, and Sibley, her voice is the one that we hear in that intro. And today when we sat down together, we actually started, uh, started off our time by doing a little singing. A little singing, which is something that we we do a lot of together. <laughs> but before I get into that, I want to talk a little bit in response to a text I got from a friend recently, which I think sums it up for a lot of us right now and she had written this really nice text to me and talked about how you know she's just appreciating the beauty of summer and some things that she was noticing but then the text i think got to the heart of it which says but of course you know we're living in these anxious times and i want to address that so i want to make an invitation to you I'm going to be putting together another three day self-kindness challenge. And this time I'm going to we're going to specifically be looking at an answer to anxiety, an answer to these anxious times, you know, whether you're a parent and kids are about to go back to school, or whether you're going back to work, or or maybe you're not, or maybe the $600 has really been helping you, and that's about to go away, you know, whatever the uncertainty, the ang- and that's where anxiety comes from, right? The uncertainty of not knowing, wherever that is for you, we're going to take a look at that, and we're going to take a look at it through the lens of self-kindness. So, why three days, well, to just come together with intention to walk away with specific tools and a specific sense of feeling less anxious, more peace of mind, knowing what to do with anxious feelings and thoughts. Because really, as a human being, we're never going to get rid of the things that can bring up that sense of anxiety in us. But when we know What to do with it well then that could be of use to us in our lives that could be of use to the world around us and we could use (laughs) a little less anxiety so i hope you're going to be willing to take a look at that invite Um, i put a link in the the show notes for that it's going to be a three-day challenge and it's going to be coming um, at the end of August, so in a couple of weeks. But I wanted to give you that heads up to kind of put that in the back of your mind. You don't have to be there live. You can catch the recordings. And um, I'm really excited about this one. So the three-day challenge, using self-kindness to find that answer to anxiety, to walk away with knowing what to do when you feel anxious. And to give us a a sense of that, knowing what to do. Today, Ann Sibley, my beautiful wife and bride, amazing singer-songwriter and educator, she sat down with me and we continued our conversation around looking at a thought that was causing frustration, resentment, and really taking her out of being present. It had to do with our kids. I'm excited that Anne said yes to continue to look at this thought. And I think it's going to be really valuable because this is essentially lays the groundwork for that idea for an answer for anxiety, because we can't stop these feelings and emotions from coming up these thoughts from coming up. But we can have a tool we can have a method we can have ways to drop in to explore and to lessen the effects of the anxiety when we know or have something that we trust what to do with that anxiety then we can act so please welcome and I hope you enjoy our intro here with a little singing and Sibley. I'm gonna lay my my burdens burdens down down. I'm I'm gonna gonna
0: fly no excuses I'm gonna break this heart in two
1: break it wide
0: open a heart wide open I'm gonna try I'm gonna try hey
1: (laughs) welcome back
0: is that how you start every podcast?
1: Oh, I wish it was. It's <laughs> Well, it definitely drops me into the space. I was just thinking that, you know, maybe the pre-roll, but I guess I'll say it now, is that how, you know, part of self-kindness is knowing the thing that helps you drop in. And I, I just think singing music is mm. one of those things. And particularly as a couple, like there have been a lot of times where we're, I feel like we're normal. We're a normal couple where we're not seeing eye to eye, but suddenly we can sing, and it really just drops me in. So mm.
0: it definitely moves us. into Thanks, the, the heart. Mm. Yeah.
1: That was especially touching, right in this moment. So
0: mm. yeah, we're all looking for more comfort to soothe the anxiety.
1: Mm.
0: The anxiety of the times.
1: Yeah. So this moment right here, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had an episode where you came on and we started talking about the, uh, a specific way of looking at anxiety or stressful thoughts, and that is the work of Byron Katie. So we started walking through a specific thought, which Byron Katie's work does. We find a thought when we're feeling anxious, we notice that we can feel the feeling and then what's the narrative going on? And to, so just to to bring you back um Mm -hmm. it's it's like what we talked about on that episode is you were on the back porch and the kids kept on asking you things and you couldn't get to what you wanted to (laughs) with you know work or whatever you were doing at that moment and you had that thought the kids need me Mm. and so we walked it through the first four questions which are is it true can you absolutely know it's true how do you react and who would you be without the thought and and so the last part of this particular process is to now take that original thought, the kids need me, and turn it around so we get some new information.
0: The turnaround.
1: The turnaround. But before we get to that, I maybe it, it, it could be helpful to just kind of walk through that again and tell me where you are right now with that thought. <laughs> The kids need me.
0: I thought that was great because right before we started recording, you reminded me what that thought was that I had had a couple weeks ago, and I just started laughing because I literally was just trying to do all I could to kind of get the kids settled into something so I could get in here to record with you. <laughs> so it definitely feels like they need me. i am just gone back to work after the summer, and I'm not with them as much. And so, yeah, I do, I do notice I have that thought a lot. And it can be stressful when I feel like they need me, especially if I haven't been here all day. I think they need me.
1: Yeah. So parents, I'm sure, can travel along with that. And if you're listening and you don't have kids right nearby that need you, you know, where else do you feel like uh, you're needed and and where might that be? Might it be at work? or any place where you feel like you need to show up do you have to show up for elderly parents do you need to show up Mm. for a friend do you have a sibling or you know I feel like that's really a universal thing that at times we feel that frustration or even resentment when we feel like somebody somebody needs us and we just want Well, it, makes me,
0: or, yeah. it makes me think of the tone, you know, when it's in that stressful place, it kind of sounds like, oh, they need, you know, they need me. Right. <laughs> you know, there's just that, ah, uh, the well, heaviness how, to it.
1: How did it feel for you tonight? Was it relaxing? Was it, I don't
0: know. No, it feels like there's, you know, some things I haven't been able to give them. And so they're still, you know, or they need me to entertain them. Or they need me so, you know, because they can't really see many of their friends right now, it feels like such an unusual situation. And so I think, Oh wow, they really they need me to be this for them, they need me to be this but I'm trying to just even process in my own head things from my day and from my work. Yeah. And so that's exactly what you described that it was the last time too.
1: <laughs> and so well maybe just for a moment, just to drop back into that space, notice how did you react? Um kind of mm, getting prepped and yeah. thinking that kids need you how do you react with that thought?
0: Mm, well there's guilt there's a guilt <clears> that <throat> i'm about to leave them i'm not going to be there for them for a little bit there's guilt and there's worry that they're not doing okay you know that their mental state and,
1: and then where does that land in you physically worry guilt
0: Mm, I feel it in my chest a little bit and in my stomach. It's a, you know, when you start thinking ahead of the future or that, yeah, I'm not doing the right thing by them.
1: Yeah. And mm. then how does it feel with your day at work and being a mom and kind of carrying all that? How do you react to <sighs> it? I think they need you. It
0: feels like the, over, the uh, what do you call it? overflowing laundry basket. It's like I'm the laundry basket and there's so much stuff in it already and then this is coming and I'm like, ah, it's just getting... Like there's just so much stuff getting piled on top of it. Right. Yeah, and you just want to take out some of that laundry to get down to that stuff that, you know, is on my mind or in my heart that I want to meet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so who would you be getting prepped without the thought the kids need me and you're getting ready
0: mm. I feel lighter I feel like I move maybe even more quickly like just okay I hear you and I'll be out in 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> I'd be yeah lighter a little bit of laughter some humor to it Like kids kind of know how to play you too you know <laughs> they know how to say all that stuff because they almost think they should need you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I've trained them to feel like they should need me. It's so wild.
1: I to notice it. More it, lighthearted. It just to share as I'm walking with you, when I don't think the kids need me, I'm actually more available for them right in that moment. Mm. Which is a little strange, right? Because yes. when We're you think they to get need away. me. I'm, I'm, try, I'm creating distance, mm-hmm. but without the thought that they need me, I'm just really listening. Like, can you, you know, throw the baseball one more time, Dad? Mm-hmm. And I can look right there and say, you know what? Not right now. And I can really see that little, beautiful human being in front of me.
0: Mm, that's powerful. I can see that. So That's one to try. Yeah. To for us all to try on the next time it happens, because it will.
1: And especially as a teacher... You know, mm-hmm. I know that th- there are teachers that, that listen to this. So mm-hmm. if you think your kid, the kids, you know, need you as a teacher, like it, who would you be without the thought, just really listening? And I love that. You know, I
0: think there's... we wouldn't overdo it as much.
1: Hmm. <laughs> so let's let's see how that works because again, in this process. So we those were the last two questions of how do you react and would you be without the thought? Now let's get into that turnaround. So this is taking that original thought and looking at an opposite or turning it around to the other or to yourself. And so this could take a little practice, but you know, let's just, the kids need me. What's a turnaround that you see? Either the opposite or to yourself.
0: I could see the kids don't need me. That would be a turnaround.
1: Okay. And so now for those of you who don't know what I'll invite Anne to do is just to find a real deal example in that situation or outside that situation where that's just as true Mm. or (laughs) even truer that the kids don't need you.
0: Well, I can think of so many activities they can do on their own in the house. So that's, that's a, they can, they can play a game. They can read. They might even, I mean, it makes me even feel like they might even have more fun without me involved because they won't be kind of whining and asking me things. They'll just be doing their kid thing.
1: So The kids don't need you. Yeah. And how about even in the moment when they're asking you something and it seems like it's, it's <laughs> like they really need you. Mm. How could it be as true in that moment that they don't need you? Can you find that?
0: I can find where they, you know, they're not allowed that independence if I keep being there for them mm-hmm. and that they don't build that independent muscle. So they don't, you know, need me to entertain them or to find an activity and do it with them. We always think they do. But I can I can see where it's almost a disservice to constantly be coming to their rescue. Hmm. That's a wild one.
1: And you know, something that came up for me is like the kids don't need me to give them excuses or to brush mm. them aside. They don't need that me that's showing up that's distracted. So they don't need me. <laughs> right. That way.
0: Right. That's when, great. Because can... underneath a lot of times you don't actually want to be with them at that moment. Yeah really have something you want to get to
1: yeah so actually as a parent i don't want to (laughs) i would rather they didn't have that version of me because that's that's not connected Mm. with them Mm. so another turnaround the kids need me i need me okay so Mm. you need you Mm. how is that true in that
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, there's, you know, something I've been thinking about all afternoon since I left work and I'd really like to, you know, I need me to pay attention to it. It it's, it feels really important and I keep brushing it aside. So I need me to listen to what's bubbling up inside me. That, that probably takes getting away from them for even just a few minutes to process that.
1: Hmm.
0: I need me... Yeah, I'm sure everyone, you know, a lot of people might relate to like having a big full work day and then you just boom, go right into like, okay, now what do my kids need? I've been gone all day. Okay, what do they need? What do they need? I'm almost looking for what they need.
1: Yeah. Without a. And think about what they're asking for. Like they want attention from you. They want the kindness. They want that motherly Mm. feeling. So turned around, I need me. I need that me that they're Mm. asking for. Like they're asking for that tenderness. They're asking Mm -hmm. for that attention. They're asking for that motherly, you know, arms wrapping around. So I need me to give that to me.
0: I just remembered a podcast I listened to of a woman who was a teacher in Utah and she had five kids at least. And she would, I couldn't, I just laughed when I heard what she did. I thought, oh, who does that? But she would come home every day after school and she went she would just say, literally like wave to the kids and go right into her room and close the door. <laughs> See, you're <laughs> laughing too. Any mom out there was like, oh right. But she said it in all seriousness. And she was on this podcast because she was this total dynamo teacher that really had her shit together. Yeah. And uh can you? So that's where she listened to that. I need me. Like I need me mm. to like close the door. Mm. What do I need? I need, might need to close my eyes and fall asleep for a few minutes. Yeah,
1: I love that. I mean, that's been <laughs> a reoccurring theme on this podcast already. Mm. It's like when I ask people like what is self-kindness? It usually boils down to that. It's mm. like the very best that you give to everybody else. You're able to and willing to give that to you when you need it.
0: Well, and I wonder if a lot of times you need to give it to yourself first. That's an interesting one. She literally, like, you yeah. could see her walking in her house, right. like waving to the kids and going in and closing the door.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, yeah, I would, I would let's try it out. I let's need me. So.
0: I find that's a lot of times with these turnarounds that I find even more of how they're true for me mm-hmm. after, you know, our session together. Yeah.
1: yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes in doing this process a lot, the work of Byron Katie, you'll, you know, you, I sometimes take away what I call the living turnaround, mm. which is how do I live that one throughout the week as my days go by. So that might be one to check out. Like I need me. Like any time that I'm having that feeling that somebody's asking something of me, wait a minute, turn around. Mm. I need me. Let me ask me. Oh. So one other turnaround is another I, but this is turning around to the other. So the original thought was, the kids need me. Turnaround, I need.
0: The kids. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I almost need them to need me. <laughs> Not almost. I do. I mean, I miss them. I'm gone from them all day, all of a sudden. I yeah. need them to need me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it definitely boosts my ego and identity as a mom. And if they didn't miss me, that would probably be kind of strange if they didn't. That's a really cool thing to notice instead of feeling also like it's a burden. So I need them to need me. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It gives me kind of a boost of like, oh, they missed me. and Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we get a boost. For
0: sure. And I feel like I can kind of, you know, dole out some of that motherly, you know, love and attention
1: and,
0: and that way I'm not as worried about them too, if I am giving to them. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. It's like, I need the kids to take this, you know, motherly attention from me. Like, I need that. I
0: need the kids. Is that what the sentence was? Yeah,
1: so the kids need me. I need the kids. I
0: need the kids. Hmm.
1: And, you know, what I always love in these turnarounds is you get to see in the moment that you're actually doing the thing that you are accusing the other person of doing. Meaning, like, in this one, you need the kids. The kids need you turn around, like, you need the kids. I need the kids to leave me alone. I need the kids to find their own thing. I need the kids to... Mm, oh, ki- I have a I lot. Li- <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Oh, there's us, a lot there. There's a ton of room for compassion because yeah. we get to see, like, oh, they need something from me. I need something from, like, mm. oh, we're, we're the same. <laughs> we're just...
0: I, and I can even see, you know, that I, I need them, like, they complete me mm. over the course of a day. That's my life right now. Like, they're my, you know, they're my life. They're the biggest part of my life. Yeah. So I need the kids. Mm. Right. <laughs> I just need them. Mm. Can we be okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> mm.
1: So what, you know, like we were talking about that living turnaround, what, what would you <laughs> kind of find for yourself? What advice would be, would you give to yourself? The next time that you have this sense that uh, I'm trying to do something and the kids are, you know, mommy, mommy, mommy.
0: Yeah. Well, I would, I would go back to what you mentioned is to just notice the resistance and just notice that little, like, I mean, I have my hand up. I'm kind of like pushing them away. Hmm. And so that's what I would notice next time, and literally just probably like sit down and allow myself to connect with them, because then that it also might not drag out for, for as long either, because mm. you've had a true connection.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is not easy no. at times.
0: <laughs>
1: so. In theory. In theory. Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to the song that we started on mm. because. Self-kindness is the practice of, you know, we do great and then we maybe stumble, we fumble, we get back up, we do great and, you know, we're just, are we going to live with that heart broken wide open? Like, are we going to keep on trying over and over again?
0: those lyrics make me think of what you do with this work, with this process like, you're breaking something wide open. You're breaking this thought that tends to go around. Like we have, right. We recycle these thoughts.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so the song is like, does. just
0: break it wide open. It's not just like, they need me. Oh my gosh. And now I'm going to go down this whole rabbit hole, yeah. but like, let's break it open. And that's pretty wild to transform it and to re yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. about the brain and how the brain works and that we're rewiring the brain. Like next time I'll be like, I need the kids. The kids don't need me. Like they're, now we yeah. have these alternatives. I need me.
1: Yeah, totally. I totally. need me, right. And we got some of that information in that other one about how you react. Like just notice like, oh, if I'm feeling resentment, mm. if I'm feeling that guilt, like let me take a look at what was I thinking. Oh, I was thinking that the kids need me and that's mm. where that resentment that guilt came up of I'm a bad parent and like I'm overworked and yeah. the laundry basket, no laundry
0: basket. <laughs> my laundry basket feels a lot lighter basket. <laughs> I did the laundry today well um, thanks for walking me through this process and I hope it helps other people too that it's just it's so available stress is real
1: will you come back on The podcast again,
0: if you want me to.
1: I would want you to. If these
0: nice folks want to hear me again, they would want to hear you again. All right.
1: And I think they would like to hear you doing some singing as well. I'm
0: gonna lay (coughs) (laughs) my burdens down. I'm I'm gonna gonna fly 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 with no excuses. excuses. I'm gonna break (laughs) this heart in two. Break it wide open, a heart wide open, I'm going to try,
1: I'm going to
0: try. I need me. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Hun. Thanks, honey.
1: I'll see you downstairs in a couple minutes. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, a little bit of insight into Anne and mine's uh life and relationship after 20 plus years of marriage we continue to learn how to talk with each other and sit with each other and allow see what comes up so that's what i would love to invite all of you to this self-kindness challenge it's going to be a three-day challenge at the end of august And what does that mean? Well, that means that we're going to come together as a community to look at the idea of anxiety. So we're looking for self-kindness as an answer to anxiety, these anxious times. And so we'll each day talk about a specific way, a specific tool, just like Anne Um, Anne and I walk through in this episode, uh, looking at what... What is behind the cause of these emotions, these feelings? So you can show up as the parent. So you can show up as the partner, the co-worker that you want to be in the world. So you can be available and focused. So we're going to walk away with really less anxiety, more peace of mind, and knowing what to do with anxious thoughts. So a three-day challenge. Keep. Uh, you can go to... PeteSibley.com. You can keep track of any of my places on social media. Instagram is where I'm showing up a lot these days, which is at self-kindness with Pete. And while you're there, um, send me a message. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what is is working for you right now. What's a self-kindness that's, practice that's working for you? If you have enjoyed these episodes, this podcast, would you please like it? Would you please rate it and uh, or leave a comment that really helps us continue to grow this self-kindness conversation that we're we're growing here in the middle of these anxious times or share it with a friend. That is such a great way to, you know, you can copy some of my Instagram postings and just share it in your story with a friend and let's keep this self-kindness conversation going for the benefit of you, for the benefit of the people that you love, and the benefit of this beautiful world that we are working so hard to, to get right. We're all traveling together. And so I invite you to be self kind, whatever that looks like for you. And to listen to these podcasts to help you get inspiration and ideas. And I also invite you to reach out to these guests who have been so generous with their time to listen to their music, whether it's Daryl Scott or read some of the Alexandra Fuller's writings, or check out Brian Bajari's Sparrow Project, or uh, uh, Hannah Owen, who was on the show recently, and her incredible skills as a personal organizer. Thanks for being here. Uh, Love you and be kind till next week, my friend.
0: In this moment, I could sink or swim.
1: kindness with pete is a podcast that is produced and engineered and edited by me pete sibley if you would like to financially support self-kindness with pete with advertising or donation contact me at peter k sibley at gmail.com or through pete and thanks